Hey, sweet mama, do you want to feel patient and calm with your children? Are you sick of constantly overreacting, yelling, and even experiencing mom rage with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night consumed with mom guilt and remorse for your words and actions with your kids? Do you wish you could have daily alone time to feel restored and connect with God? There is a way to take care of yourself guilt-free and show up as a calm, patient, and kind mama to your kids. Hey, I'm Elizabeth, and I'm a stress coach for Christian moms. I'm a wife, a mom of four, and the daughter of the king. Want to know how to become present, peaceful, and calm mama? I'm about to teach you how to connect with God, master your mindset, set healthy boundaries, and be in control of your emotions. My friend, I pray that this podcast blesses you. I'm Elizabeth, and you are listening to Emotionally Healthy Legacy Podcast. Happy early Christmas, friend. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you so much. You keep coming back week after week, and I am so truly grateful for you. If you could take literally 60 seconds, maybe even less, and scroll down an Apple podcast and click on leave a review, I would appreciate it so much. It will take you just a little bit of time, less than a minute, and it would really make my day. And maybe share a podcast episode that really stood out to you and what you've been loving about the show. So other mamas can also find this show and they find it helpful as well. So I want to share with you today, what is stealing your joy and peace and motherhood and five simple changes that you can make today to feel more peaceful and calm and joyful in your motherhood. So these are, some of them are mindset shifts and some of them are just practical implementations that you can start doing today. I know I've been in seasons in motherhood where things just felt busy and crazy and chaotic and hectic and reactive, and I just did not like that. That's not how I wanted to live my motherhood. I wanted to get out of that mentality, that mode, and part of it was making practical changes in my life, and others were mindset shifts. And one of the first things that you can do today, starting today, is to spend time with the Lord. Yes, I know, I know, you're probably going to tell me you don't have the time for it. The thing is, God is our connection to the peace. He is peace, and He's connection to our peace and joy in our lives. And if we want to have more peace and joy in our lives, we need to spend time with Him. So look at your schedule and ask yourself, Instead of saying, oh, I need to spend time with God, how can I create time with God daily? Maybe you take early morning showers before your family gets up, and you can use that time to listen to worship music and pray and invite God into your day. Maybe you drop off the kids at school and then you drive quietly back home or you drive to work and you use that time to connect with God and listen to a devotional and pray. Maybe you can get up a little bit before your kids and use that time to pray and connect with God. Maybe you have little ones and you stay home with them and you can put them down for a nap or in still quiet time in your days, highly encouraged, by the way, and you use that time to sit down and read the Bible for a little bit. I know. I know it's hard. I get it. I get it. And God is our source of peace and joy in our lives. So, 
that is one thing that I don't want you to feel like it's an extra thing on your to-do list. I want you to shift your perspective and think about it. I get to connect with God. I get to spend time with Him and maybe ask and pray for God to reveal where are you spending your time unwisely where you can connect with Him. Look at your screen time on your phone. How many hours a day are you scrolling on social media? Oftentimes we say, oh, I don't have time for God. I don't have time to do X, Y, Z. And we spend a lot of time scrolling on social media and wasting minutes in our days and in ways that is not even serving us, which leads me to number two, take some time off social media. I would highly encourage you. There's still a few weeks left or a couple weeks left until the end of the year. Take some time off social media. Just delete those apps off your phone. If you have to do it for work, set boundaries around it. Set app limits. But I would highly encourage you if you are a mom like me and you, and I mean, I decided not to do business on social media almost a year ago. I just decided to leave social media. And I just want to remind you that social media, it it will actually lead to step three, the thing that it's causing you to do. But social media is actually a lot, it causes a lot of mental health problems and it, Studies have shown that is it is literally detrimental to our mental health. There's so much negativity there. There's so much comparison there. Most of the time, when you spend time over there, you don't leave feeling encouraged, uplifted, motivated. Even if it's great content, oftentimes you leave feeling icky and just even upset at yourself for wasting the time and more irritable because being on the blue screen actually increases your stress hormones. So I would actually encourage you to take some time off social media and see what an impact that changes in your day-to-day life, in your mental well-being, emotional well-being, spiritual well-being. But social media can cause a lot of mental health struggles and negative thoughts, which leads me to number three, it is comparison. When we compare ourselves with others, and it's really easy to do if you are on social media, but even if 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 you're not, it, we still, you know, we go to the park where we see other moms, we go to events and we see other moms and we start comparing ourselves with other people that they're further ahead in life, that they have a better home, they have a better car. You know, they, you know, they have a better, for me personally, it's like, oh, their business is further along or whatever it is, you know, like, and having that comparison makes you feel worse about yourself. How you're failing as being as a mom that you want to be and all the things. And so when you leave social media, first of all, the comparison is going to be reduced because comparison will steal your joy. You feel unhappy with who you are as an individual, as a person. And the thing that you can start doing is shifting your perspective and look at all the wins that you are having, at all the ways, the things that you are doing great as a mom, the things that you are succeeding at. For example, I'm not the crafty mom type of mom. I know there's moms that love to like set up crafts with their kids and like do painting and all the things. For me, I do that once in a while with my kids, but in general, I rarely do it. Why? Because even the idea of the mess stresses me out. I don't know why. It's just not my thing. I've never been into it. And 
when I see other moms on like social media accounts, when I used to be in social media, like, and they have all these fun ideas, instead of it being inspiring to me, my mind was seeing it, how I was failing and not measuring up. And so for me, it was easier to just unfollow those accounts. And if I really, really want to think of something, I will either Google it or go on Pinterest if I'm in the mood to actually do something with my kids and do some sort of craft. So that would be like my two cents to for comparison. If you leave social media, it will be easier. And the second thing is to look at ways you are succeeding as a mom. And every day, at the end of the day, come up with three wins that you had for the day, three things that you did do well. Oftentimes our mind likes to focus on all the things we're not measuring up and how we're failing at being XYZ. And there's so many things that we're doing well. Your mind just like goes right past that. And so I would encourage you to notice things that you are doing well as a mom. So for me, it's like I do lay down with my kids before bedtime, like a couple times a week, and I check in with them and I rub their back. I greet them with a smile when I pick them up from school and my phone is put away and I am fully present. You know, I go on walks with my kids. I I say positive words over them. I encourage them. Like there's so many ways that I am doing well as a mom and just looking for that because when you are looking for ways that you are succeeding you're less likely to compare yourself with you know moms that there's always going to be someone that's doing better right and so number four is the thing that is stealing your joy and peace and motherhood it is overcommitment and busyness and I've talked about this multiple 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 times on my podcast and I want you to understand that when you are overcommitted, you are saying yes to too many things and you feel busy and you are busy all the time. You just go from one thing to another. That creates a lot of stress in your brain. You're rushing. You don't have time to eat. You have no time for a long time. You're rushing your kids constantly. They are feeling overstimulated and overwhelmed and they might be resisting you and having a meltdown that stresses you out. And it's this busyness of like going, going, going. You come home, you feel exhausted, you just crash. And it's this cycle that is literally stealing joy out of your life. One of the ways that I am creating peace and calm in my days is especially in the morning, but I like doing it in the evenings too. But when my kids are in bed at this time of the year, I usually oftentimes sit in my office for my morning routine, but this time of the year when the Christmas tree is up, I will go sit in the living room by the Christmas tree and I turn on the Christmas tree and I light up a candle I will turn on acoustic or instrumental Christmas music and I just sit there and I listen and I sit in peace and quiet and it is just take some deep deep breaths. Sometimes I will turn on a fireplace on, on YouTube like a you know like a live fireplace type of thing on YouTube. Sometimes we will light up a real fireplace. We have one in our home in the living room. And just sit there in quiet and stillness. And if we were always busy and overcommitted and just going from one thing to another and saying yes to all these things happening that we could go to, I wouldn't have an opportunity to do that. To just 
thank, sit there in silence and thank God for all the wonderful things in my life and journal and reflect and read the Bible, maybe read a book. Just create that stillness in your days. It is going to bring so much more joy and peace in your life. And that overcommitment and busyness literally steals and sucks the life out of you. There are seasons and times for it, and it's okay. If it's life-giving and it brings fullness to your family, sure, go for it. I'm assuming that if you're listening to this, you're feeling frazzled, you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling stressed, and it's actually creating more problems in your life than fulfillment. There's a really great book that I read years ago that I heard on Focus on the Family, and I will link it in the show notes. It is called Just Too Busy, and it about it was about a family that took a radical sabbatical. <laughs> they it was like right around Christmas time, and the New Year started, and they decided to cancel all extracurricular activities. And they had a family of four, I think, at that time. And except if it was like a after school thing that the kids would just stay after, that the parents didn't have to drive them to. And they just instead decided to spend more time as a family and do family activities and the kids got to plan what they do together and they had family game nights and it just like transformed their whole family dynamic from crazy and chaotic and frazzled to peaceful and calm and one of the things that she mentioned in her book that I remember (laughs) two things is one of them if you have fuzzy things growing in the corners of your shower because you have no time to clean it, you're too busy. And then the other thing that she mentioned in there, she had like 10 things, 10 signs that you're too busy, I think. And one of them is if you tell yourself, I don't have time to read the Bible, I don't have time to connect with God, and you know to spend time with Him, that is the sign that your life is too busy. And when you are feeling too busy, and you are too busy, it literally steals the life out of you and your family. And it's contributing to the chaos chaos and the craziness and the mentality of just constantly go, 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 go in your family. And it's actually not leading to anything great. One of the things that I've actually been reflecting a lot on recently was how I have like this mentality of a lot of time pressure in my head. I feel like I, even though we're not overcommitted, the only thing we really have going on during the week is while I take my kids to school and then I'm home with my kiddo, sometimes I go to a chiropractor, uh, which is like 10 minutes away, a couple times a week. Once a week, I go to my neighbor, like literally a couple doors down and with my daughter and we I play with her kids while she can, you know, study for exams. And so like, it's not really taking a lot of time out of my day. I'm not like driving somewhere rushing anywhere it's like literally two houses down and it's so flexible and then we I take my oldest son after school and we just pick him up pick up all the kids and drive him to a gym for three times a week to do workouts for like um for he's he's a football player so they're doing that and then you know and then I go to the park with the other three. And then after the hour passes, we just leave the park and we go pick up my son and we drive home. So it's not like crazy, too much craziness in our day. I don't feel overcommitted. And I constantly feel like this time thing in my head. I always feel like I'm running out of time. And when I was reflecting on it and I journaling, journaling about it, what came up to me is when I was a kid, my... We were overcommitted as a family. We were doing a lot of things. And part of it is because that's how my mom grew up. She grew up in that type of dynamic. She 
she had a lot of things going on. When she was a kid, she had a lot of things in church that she was involved in, especially as a teenager and a young adult. And she liked that type of lifestyle. She was always like busy, go, 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 go. She literally feels bored if she has nothing on her schedule. She's going to create something. She'll invite someone over. Like my mom will always find something to do. She literally cannot just sit and rest. And she knows that and she admits it. And when we were kids, we had a lot of things on our schedule. We had music lessons. We were going to choir. We had Bible classes on Friday nights. We had people over almost every Sunday. We had Friday night. We had church service. We had morning and evening service on Sundays. What else? I feel like, and then, oh, we went to orchestra on Wednesdays. And then like on Saturday that we also had music lessons. Like, I mean, I feel like, and we had six kids. And so obviously like literally every evening out of the week. And then Saturday mornings, we went to Russian school at church. Like we literally had something going on every freaking day, every day. And I felt like we were rushing a lot as a family, constantly going from one thing to another. And it created that sense of urgency to always go, 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 go and rush, 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 rush. And when I became an adult and then my dad would always blame my mom for making us late because, you know, and it's, it's hard with six kids to get places on time. My dad loves to go be places on time. And so when we would rush late, it would always create that stress and he would blame my mom for making us late. And it just created this sense of urgency and constantly go, 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 go. And I remember just like as a kid feeling that it was just always busy all the time and I don't want that for my kids even though my mom tried her best and she didn't know any better she did her best because she thought that was the best thing to do and maybe it just kept all of us out of trouble you know part of it it probably did because we were always involved in something a none of that my siblings or you know got into like trouble or drugs or anything like that just because there was no time for that. And I just want you to think and reflect, is it serving your family? If it is, go for it. If you notice that it's draining the life out of you, if you are highly sensitive like me, if you naturally feel overstimulated quickly like me, that's my tendency, maybe there are some things that you need to let go of. Number five is watching the news. That is going to steal the joy out of you. If you have TV on or you like even on social media or you just like watch the things that are going on right now constantly, there's so much negativity. There is wars going on. There's all these things going on that will bring up anxiety, worry. They're scary and it just will steal your joy and peace and it's going to bleed into your motherhood. I think I've shared this example before. When the Ukraine war started, I noticed I was going on YouTube a lot, watching updates, because I have family that live in Ukraine, and I wanted to see what's going on. And what I noticed was, I don't think I was necessarily more anxious, but I was more stressed, and I felt easily agitated by my kids. And partially is because I was spending too much time on my phone, and I was thinking about the war. And you know, and all the things that were going on and just hearing a lot of like murders and raping and all the things. And like, 
it would just affect me mentally in a poor way. And I would think about those things and it would bleed into my motherhood and it would contribute to me feeling more reactive with my kids. So keep that in mind. So I want to go over these. So the five simple changes that you can make today is spend time with God and create more stillness in your day. Number two is delete social media apps off your phone. Number three, shift your perspective from comparing yourself with other moms to I am an amazing mom who's doing her best and find wins that you are experiencing every single day and just focus on that. At least one win every single day. Number four is say no to commitments that are life-sucking. I remember a phrase I read from a, a book. It's called The Joy of Missing Out by Tonya Dalton. I will link it in the show notes as well. I really like that book. And one of the things that she said in there was, I cannot give it the time that it deserves. I really like that phrase. I thank you for asking me. I wish I could. I cannot give it the time that it deserves. And number five is turn off the TV and turn off the news and stay away from things that will bring up more stress and anxiety. Those things are all in your control and you can do something about it starting today. My friend, my beautiful friend. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode and sticking around to this long. I want to ask you, if you are struggling and you are having such a hard time as a mom, you notice that all you do is overreact with your kids over the tiniest little things. You flip out, you scream, you yell, you are maybe reacting in aggressive ways. You're rough with your kids. You're saying things that you regret later. You're filled with remorse and shame for the way that you're showing up as a mom and you know that you need to make some changes. You're sick and tired of being this old way of doing things and you know that in 2024 you have to make changes in your life and you're so lost and you feel like you have no idea where to start because everything feels so overwhelming and your anger is an ongoing problem that you've tried resolving on your own you've tried praying for it to go away you've tried reading the books listening to the podcast you did all the free stuff and it's still there and it's not leaving, I want to encourage you that there's hope for you. There is. I'm here to support you on this journey. I have a 12-week coaching program specifically for you, and this is the answer you've been praying for. It is a step-by-step process how to go from a mom who's feeling reactive and anger and exploding all the time and maybe reacting aggressively and rough with her kids to a mom who is peaceful, calm, grounded, responsive, lighthearted, nurturing, patient with her kids. It is possible for you, friend. And if this is something that you're desiring, I want to invite you to book a call with me. In the show notes, you scroll down and there's a link for you to book a call. We would start in all the way in in January. I'm not taking on any new clients in December. And if you're just not ready to jump in and get on a call right now, you can email me and say coaching in 2024 and we can pick a time where you and I can connect and talk about how I can support you on this journey. My friend, there's hope for you. You don't have to feel stuck anymore. You were gifted the role to be a mom and you were chosen out of all the women by God, all the women in the world to be your children's mom. You are meant to do this. And if you are struggling, 
I want to invite you to connect with me and to reach out. Maybe what I have to offer is exactly what you need. And if not, it's totally fine. There's no pressure to work with me. God is going to make it clear for both of us if this is the right next step for you. My beautiful friend, have a Merry Christmas. Slow down, enjoy time with your family, and I will see you in the next episode. Hi, friend. Did you learn something new or found value in this episode? If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with one Christian mama friend who has young kiddos and could benefit from this message? Word of mouth is the best way to spread the word and grow this podcast. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, would you please rate and review on Apple Podcasts so I know that this content is helpful and I can continue to create more episodes. This is really the only way for me to know that you are blessed by this podcast. I'll see you soon, my friend. God bless you.